0: I bleed tonight If I am sad tonight I don't have-
1: everyone and welcome to episode 74 of WrestleCast. We are back and this time not talking about WWE. I know and it's not that shit new Japan either. Is that right Brinkman? Shut up. <laughs> we also have Stevie and Martin here. Martin's putting off scorecards for us everyone. Concentrate. He's also got to drop them round to Stevie's house, my house, and Brinkman's house. So he's got a long day ahead of him for us to, <laughs> to fill these in on here.
2: But I'll airmail. I'll airmail to you, Conrad. But I've got a Brinkman.
1: All right, okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't mind that. That that makes complete sense. Oh wait, you said airmail. I thought you said email. That is now backwards logic.
2: No, like airplane to you.
1: Ah, that's fine. It's only over the hill and far away. Where teletubbies come to play.
3: After the show, I'll get you my fax number, Morgan. I haven't got
1: a fax machine, so. Me either, but I can also make up a number.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, with living in the past, let's not talk about WWE, living in the future. How good was Double or Nothing? Stevie?
4: Amazing. Absolutely loved it. Solid card from start to finish. Even the pre-show was fucking spot on. Loved it.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it as well. I haven't watched the pre-show yet, like I was saying to you as before, but absolutely it just felt like a breath of fresh air the whole thing didn't it just not formulaic but you know still familiar like still had the feel of like a, a wrestling pay-per-view but not one that just feels stagnant like wwe
4: well the good thing about it for me was there was like i do i knew like a lot of the wrestlers but there was a lot that i didn't know mm. it was the first time seeing them so it was it was good for that aspect. I get to see different wrestlers.
1: And... Mm. I'm with you. I'm with you. Martin, how did you feel? Because it took you about six years to watch it, I believe. I think
2: I'm probably still watching it, to be honest.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. I, I have actually watched it. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Obviously, like we didn't know quite a few of them, but it was good to see some familiar faces in there having really good matches as well, for once. I'm with because never, they never normally get them out on other kind of shows, not saying any names or anything, but yeah, it was really good.
1: Good, and what did you think, Brink? I know you're a big fan of New Japan, so you're used to quality shit like this. I am, and, and what I liked the most about it
3: was the fact that it had something for everybody. You like the high-flying Lucha shit? You had Lucha Bros and the Young Bucks who put on 25 minutes of just insane moves. You want great storytelling behind the match? Cody and Dustin tore the fucking place down. You just want a straight-up, intense fight? You had that with Omega and Jericho. You want a bunch of the, the women. So he had two different style women matches. Like, it's not just women's wrestling. It was two different style of women's wrestling. They had something for everyone. The Battle Royal had a good bit of comedy in it for all the guys who like the entertainment things. Kind of like I do. I do like some of the comedy aspects of it. It was, so, I don't want to say it was perfect because it was not perfect, but it's a damn good start for AEW. It's exactly the kind of start that they needed. Yes. Um, yeah.
4: On the, on. On the uh, like the comedy aspect in the in the battle royal, like Jimmy Havoc and uh, Tommy Dreamer, that that spot was brilliant. you know? And the commentary when it was like, oh, he's just stable with him right in the testicles. <laughs> I, was, I nearly fell out of my chair.
3: That's, that's another thing. You like the hardcore style matches. They got Jimmy Havoc. They got Joey Janela, and including the big shocker at the end of the night, he, in his his former reincarnation of himself, he can also do those death matches and do some crazy shit too.
1: Yeah. How, how did the uh, Battle Royale work? I'm so just looking at it, and I've got, like, clubs, diamonds, hearts, and spades. Yeah. What was that about?
3: They started with five guys in the ring. Every three minutes, I think, they picked another suit. And whoever had the other five guys in that suit all came out at once. So you had all four suits come out in different intervals. And then the last man, number 21, came out by himself.
1: Right. Okay. So, was it like a, a team battle royal then, or was it just the way no, they entered together, it, just like it that?
3: was? It was all individual. Um, that's just the way that they had drawn to enter the Royal Rumble. They they took their Royal, uh, the WWE's Royal Rumble, put their own spin on it in a very clever way since they were in Vegas. Yeah, and made it uh, like a casino. That's what they called it, the Casino Battle Royale, and um, pretty great. And I'm sure we'll talk more about this later, but. The biggest, the person who I think made the, the biggest name for themselves goes by MJF.
1: MDF, Medium Absolutely. Density Fiberwood. The dude
3: is, just after that show, went from people who I would assume, and this is no offense to y'all, like y'all that don't follow being the elite. They don't follow do. the YouTube stuff. You do?
1: I have now. Yeah. I subscribed when you told me the day, and I watched the one that they just put on the other day. If and he was on that him, one. In, he was in the crowd, and he got thrown out by the uh, the bouncer yeah. for boo, uh, for If you
3: if you follow being the elite, you know he's a cocky, arrogant asshole. No, if you talk wrestling terms, it just his his look and his personality. To me, he's like a oh, heel Miz mixed in with heel Del Rio. Mm-hmm. That kind of cocky arrogance. Fuck um, Del Rio. Yeah, exactly. Mike on a on Am posted a thing on Facebook saying that he looked like Tim Tebow and a can of Axe body spray had a baby.
1: I did see that. Yes. <laughs> the,
3: um, I think I think he's now just after a, a double or nothing. He went from the majority of people not knowing who he is to one of the top five heels in the world. Yes, like he elevated
1: himself that much. Everyone knows who he is now. On was there someone in that match? I'm just reading on here called. Luchasaurus, also
3: another one of my guys
1: who had a very,
3: very good show. He killed Joey Janela. I'm pretty sure Joey Janela's dead.
1: Well, he Joey Janela. <laughs> oh, is that the one where he slammed him out through the table? Dokes so slammed him through the table
3: outside. Yeah.
1: Yes, I Janela
3: didn't... landed on his head.
1: Oh, he wasn't a dinosaur though. I was actually thinking he looked like a dinosaur.
3: He has some
1: pretty cool uh, ring
3: attire though. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Luchasaurus. I, I want to see more of him. I'll have to go and check out the pre-show.
4: I picked um, Luchasaurus to have most eliminations in that match, but he let me down.
1: Well, I mean, how many did MJF have? One, two, three. He had four or five. Well, it says here, uh, people eliminated. So I'm reading it here. So we've got MJF is in the list three times, but yet Luchasaurus is in it four times. Now, if that's the case. Then I've won. Then you won. (laughs) <laughs> so, Martin, what do you have to say about that?
2: I didn't hear a word you said. I'm too busy printing off my spot card.
1: you still printing okay, it?
3: I'll, I'll take a spot for you. Yeah. The, just to show how heel MJF is, MJF showboated when he eliminated a dude with no legs.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that
3: was great. That it was great. Good. As a heel, it's great. See, I I
4: love my heels, like, do you know when I was a kid and I always loved the baby faces, I was like big on Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, that was what I grew up on, but then as I got older and I started watching all the nostalgic stuff again, I I, I just I changed to Jake Roberts and, do you know, all of them kind of guys, so I love my heels these days.
1: Yeah. Um. yes heels are good and, uh, and I'm glad we're getting more heels now where actually people dislike them like MJF instead of the ones where people go oh great heel great heel
3: the MJF is in his early 20s I think he's like 22 or 23 and he's already learned a secret to being a good heel he's not being a cool heel like NWO or Bullet Club he's being a heel where people legitimately hate him like Ric Flair heat and that's fucking awesome
1: Maxwell Jacob Feidman Mm, he's twenty three. But What, what yeah, was the other super match? Super young. What was the other match on the pre-show? Was it um, um, Kip? Kip Sabian and Sammy G? Is it good?
3: It was. It was solid. It was a good opener. Um, Sammy G is really young as well, but also really good. I don't know much about Kip Sabian, mm-hmm. but he impressed the shit out of
1: me. Yeah, I'd have to. I'm gonna have to go back and check it out because I'm really interested to. Actually... I think he's from the UK. I think he might be, but I really want to see now who won yeah, is. the Oh, got the most elimination. So oh, thank you, Martin. Have you printed it yet? It's been How been slow printer. is your printer? It's got to
2: set the laptop up and everything and go on to you, get onto uh, the Twitter and then get onto the Twitter page and download the
1: PDF. Uh, just before we started recording, Martin, Stevie called you a paedophile. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way that's fine. I, if, I, if I'd have been like, I called you a pedophile, you'd be like, well, fuck you then. <laughs> <laughs> this is just bias towards your friend. <laughs> so, Stevie says it must be true. <laughs> oh, Jesus, all right, man. We're recording this and putting this out. Jesus. <laughs> um, well, there goes our listeners. Yeah, but, yeah but Bring them in. <laughs> why would it? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> the first match of the night, uh, we had SoCal Uncensored, Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio Sky defeating Strong Hearts. I'm going to try this. Seema, Teeho, L. Lindemann. Is that all Not right? Bad. Not bad. Not bad. Is it Seema? I think it's Seema. Well, it's Seema. I mean, close enough. It's spelt with a C. Seema.
3: Yeah, but I mean... You don't want to be Summer, so...
1: <laughs> That, that Japanese to English, it gets lost in translation a good bit. That was a shit film, anyway. Uh, so, I loved that match. I was what was it like? I must have only been as they were making their entrance, and I was already messaging you all, going "SCU, SCU, Let's I, see you. I was already in, and is he got a catch catchphrase? Whereas this is like the worst town I've ever been in. Go back and yes. watch.
3: Go back and watch being the elite.
1: I will have to now. I did watch this one where he tried to give uh, Kazarian his trunks and he was like, just let me have them back when you're done. And he was like, he just threw them at um oh, Christopher Daniels. He's like, I don't need them. We got gear, man. We're not doing this.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. On Being the Elite, they go every town they go to, they cut some kind of promo and it's great.
1: I need to watch them. Were they not on Ring of Honor in a group like that or anything? Yeah. All right, they are as well. I'll have to check it out. What did you think you of see, the Daniels, Daniels
3: and Kazari were a tag team for a while, then I don't know how they got hooked up with uh, Scorpio
1: Sky, but I'm
3: glad they did, and now they're SCU.
1: How about you, Stevie? Do you like them? Yeah, well, see, when I watched you that. Really, Mr. Wish... Trick not going, uh, yes, I do. <laughs> okay. No, because I'm not a fucking petulant child. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs>
4: anyway um, aye, SCU and uh, what was it the the hearts what strong hearts strong hearts yeah that match to start off the pay-per-view I was like how the fuck are they going to follow this because that was an amazing match mm. but you know there was other matches that actually did follow it and lived up to it so pretty much all
1: just, goes all. To well,
4: how, how, just goes to show how strong that whole pay-per-view was
1: exactly every match sort of did well. It wasn't a case of like, they didn't follow that one and and that's because that was the best one. Every match just kept trying to top the next one, uh, the previous one I should say, sorry, Uh, and sort of was like leaving it out there. Uh, I can't really say any match I was looking at going I think the only one and this wasn't that I didn't sort of like I can't say I watched it completely. The only one I didn't watch properly and really look at was Best Friends versus uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. And oh, no, that's just. You need to on go back phone. and watch all of it. Uh, I don't want to. And Helico looked like a dick.
3: He's really not. <laughs> He's really not. He's super athletic. He's super great. We'll talk about that later. Yeah. What I liked about this pay per view, and and it goes back to us saying like, "Damn, that was a great first match. How are they going to top that?" Mm. I think the commentators have a lot to do with that because they made it a a very clear point to be like. All right, SCU is Stronghearts, This is the first ever match on an AEW pay per view. The next was the the women's fatal four way. Like this is the this match is to determine like who's going to be the first winner of the first women's match in AEW. Then best friends and uh, Evans and Angelico. This is the first tag team match on pay per view in AEW history. Who's going to win? They made every match seem important. Yes. So that- I think the commentators have a lot to
1: do with that. I need to ask. So, seeing as, as they were saying that's the first women's match in AEW, I'm assuming that means they're not counting All In as part of AEW.
3: All In was not AEW. That was Cody, and that was the Elite. Yeah, that was the Bucks and everybody. That was them that put that on together. Mm-hmm. This was the first show where everything is AEW.
1: Yes, I'm with you. That makes sense because though.
3: All In had a lot of like the production and a lot of the you know behind the stage, uh, behind the scenes stuff. So, was Ring of Honour helping them out. Mm. There was no Ring of Honour here. This was all AEW stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think where we were. Um, uh, yeah, great opening match. Um, then next, right, you're going to have to help me out here. So, we had Dr. Britt Baker DMD. What's that stand for?
3: Dentist. Dentist of Mass Destruction.
1: Wow. Kidding, i kidding,
3: no, I have no idea.
1: Dentist. Well, he said dentist as well. So, uh, I'll check it is it
3: something out. Dennis she legit has a uh, a degree to be a dentist
1: fair enough then uh, versus Nyla Rose Ky- Kylie Ray, and the surprise entrant of Awesome Kong do you know what I, I don't, didn't
4: like about that is mm-hmm. on the PW scorecards I had interference I had outside interference now Awesome Kong didn't count as outside interference how the fuck is that she got added <laughs> to the match
1: yeah I can see where you're what coming from
3: is- she can't interfere from the outside if she's in the match. <laughs> yeah, but still, it's it's, it's a it's a stipulation also. That... also she was it, she was added to the match before the bell rang.
4: Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Uh,
3: we also, we also have to refer to Britt Baker like Cruz refers to Britt Baker. She's Doctor Britt Baker, DDS, DMD, uh, baby. That's that's Miss Adam Cole, baby.
1: Ah. It just sounds confusing. It is, but that's Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a good match. I, I really liked what Brandy's done. I saw Nightmare Family just before where she'd rang them all up to sort of say, oh, you're going to be that, you know, everyone's rooting for you and blah, blah, blah and stuff like that. So it sort of fit in quite well that she was like, everyone's rooting for you. But what about this girl here? I was going to say guy, but you can't really call Awesome Kong that. She'll murder you. Um, It was good that she was there. I thought it was a pretty decent match. Better than most women's ones you'll find, even in this modern era
3: especially being a multi-person match like a fatal four-way it was mm. very well done yeah i have to say i out of this match i came away the most impressed with kylie ray yeah not only is she like underrated smoking hot but she's damn good in the
1: ring too mm. yeah it didn't so her gimmick like uh that you would get in wwe sometimes overshadows their like wrestling ability and i don't mean that in a way of like they do it uh, by accident. I mean sometimes they're like they're told to ham like hammy up their gimmick so that it looks like it's part of it sort of thing. Like Bailey would have been like doing other bits where she was like, No, I can wrestle, but this is my personality when I get the chance to sort of execute it. Do you not think Martin?
3: Yeah.
2: Give it a chance.
1: Thanks. Once is that doing your
2: once is that once you start doing the weekly show, after that it'll go downhill most likely.
1: Yeah, because Vince is going to be head of creative because he out on his ass <laughs> from WWE. <laughs> he'll be getting future endeavoured.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't even pay attention to that match. To be honest, I was too busy. So. What were you doing? So,
1: uh, one hundred and one other things. Well, what did you go back and f- watch the damn match? Name four of those one hundred and one no, other things
2: been decorating been moving things about in the house at the same time new house, all this time all the time non-stop looking after Ben because he's off school this week with obviously being some ho- spring holidays whatever you want to call it he wants so, to watch AEW he didn't I'm just busted
1: in him oh, no. I, I know like I don't think that's your child then neither do I to me, <laughs> so uh, enjoyed that match as well then we had uh, like I said best friends versus Helico and Jack Evans so Brink, I'll let you take the lead in that one because, like I say, I didn't really pay much attention to it. Why not? Because I was busy doing a hundred and two other things. Oh, go on back and watch it. You fucking like dick. work, yeah. decorating, eating, sleeping, <laughs> wanking, um, <laughs> more wanking. <laughs> so yeah, go on, Brink.
3: More wanking. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh no! It's another solid match. Everybody. I think the majority of, of people knew who Best Friends were. Um, both of the guys had been in, in... Well, y'all are sad. Y'all should have known. Y'all should know. I shook my head for the uh, Trent <laughs> is. Y'all should know who Trent Barretta is. He, he was in WWE for a little bit. I've
4: heard the names. See, I know who Trent Barretta is. I know who his Best Friends are. But these two don't watch any type of indie wrestling.
3: Because
1: we don't have time. So <laughs> You'll yeah, miss work. the good shit. I've got See if
3: you'd f- watch any wrestling, you wouldn't have to wait forty five minutes for a match.
1: But I like waiting forty five minutes for a match. Sometimes I <laughs> go weeks without watching another match.
3: <laughs> sometimes I
1: sometimes I even skip Raw's advert breaks just to have more advert breaks. I'm pretty sure it was like closer to fifty seven minutes. What was that? What did they actually do that? Yeah, what on Raw. It? What, this week? On Raw.
4: Yeah. There 40... was no match on Raw this week you know, until Shane.
1: What the fuck? There was
4: about, a, there was about an hour and nothing.
3: Yeah, the first hour yeah. was basically all just acting.
1: Promo. Promo and vignettes. I can forgive them for giving me the funniest moment of my life with Brock Lesnar doing a, a massive dance. That That is some funny shit. I love all of that.
3: I, you know, I... I I hate to say it, but I've been enjoying Brock Lesnar with the briefcase. Hmm. But that still yep. doesn't excuse the fact that you have a wrestling show that people tune into, and you don't get wrestling until the second hour of a three-hour show.
1: <laughs> yeah, to I not wish, tire the I crowd wish. out for the third hour. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was, I was absolutely absolutely That Raw
4: was absolutely terrible. Do you know I actually put a poll out, and uh, i done... Thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs middle, or didn't watch. And only 4% gave it a thumbs up. But I've done the exact same poll for AEW, and 85% gave it a thumbs up. I've done one for SmackDown as well, but that poll runs out tomorrow, and we'll see where that is. But SmackDown was a far better show than Raw, because at the, there was wrestling on
3: SmackDown. Hmm. AEW is the best. Yes. <laughs> I legit don't know what we are saying.
1: Steve was on about how SmackDown was good, and he had 85%.
4: No, AEW had 85%.
1: I said he, like as in your poll.
4: Yeah, yeah. AEW had 85%. SmackDown's only sitting at
3: fucking 40 or something.
1: It's because WWE. Shit!
3: So bad and wrong, yes. Would you refuse to watch anything else?
1: I don't even watch WWE. And I just watched AEW. <laughs> Fuck you very much. <laughs> 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 and do you know what? I actually watched it and it only took me two sittings.
4: Uh, we're up to the, the tag match with um, best friends.
1: Okay, so what were we saying about them on there? Because I don't know who Trent Bar- I do know who Trent Barretta is. Cool, cheers, guys. He's
4: oh, done his own inter- in- internet show. Yeah, Zach Ryder done his own internet show. And they al- always done that thing like, where's Trent? And it was like a Bigfoot thing walking up and it was Trent Beretta, But they've done it like when they were looking for Bigfoot. And you would see it hovering in the background. He used to do that with Trent Barretta before fucking WWE released him.
1: What, is that like on some stuff, that, like the first ideas for being the elite, maybe? Little stuff in the episodes?
4: Well, it was when Zack Ryder went rogue, and then WWE took his show off him.
1: Yeah, do you remember they did a Santino Morella one as well? Oh, fuck knows. <laughs> he did. It so you,
3: a... you would know who Trent Barretta was if you watched New Japan. Well, I don't. don't have time. <laughs> Shit. The shit. Do you, you, you know what I'm saying, right? If the the
2: um, network for New Japan, can you download pro, like stuff on it? If, like net, like Netflix, like Netflix, you can download on your phone. Can you download? Because the we, the one thing that's let me down is that if you can't download. So because you can't download on it, I'm not in the house very often. At work, at work, I've got 39 hours of the day where I can literally sit in the office and do fuck all if I wanted to. And watch wrestling, but I can't watch
3: anything because it eats data. They they have an app. I don't use the app, I just use the, the website through my browser on my phone. If I'm on my phone, um, because that, that, that's it, it one thing that lets me down in life Look data. Internet. No, you, you, <laughs> can't, you, can't, you can't actually like download it to watch later. That's true.
1: It is a, bit get a better data plan. So then we have. <laughs> Right, this is the one where someone's really going to have to help me. Hiroka Shida. Hiro. Oh, All right. No, sorry. Ryo, this is how you'd say it in England. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Rio anyway, but Abe? Ryo Abe? Rio Abe. R- oh, right. But in England, that you'd say Abe. Like Abe Simpson. Abe Simpson. Then you had, uh, oh, hang on. Then Rio. Your team
4: used to have a player called Abbey, spelled exactly the same. No. It might have been Newcastle.
1: Uh, then yeah. Rio, I was reading it there, Mizunami. Yep. I uh, Kong. I know that one because I heard them I was going to say Asia Kong, but it's Ajakong, I heard them say uh, Yuka Sakazaki. Close enough. Sakazaki. M-A-Sakura or M-E-Sakura Sakura
3: Sakura, yeah Sakura
1: now which was the fit one in the red who won (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um, one of the ones from the first team that you mentioned because Aja Kong's team lost
1: yes the one the fit one in the red was awesome Freddie Mercury Stevie's favourite moment of the night
3: yeah, she you know, you
4: were um, inboxing. You're like, "What the fuck is this thing dressed as Freddie Mercury?" I was like, "Keep watching, watch what she does." With as I looked and up, and it, it was just
1: match. dun dun tsh, dun, dun tsh. <laughs> and I went, "This is ridiculous." And I was like, "Go on, get her!" And then it was, <laughs> "It's just a fucking crossbody in the corner." Okay, <laughs> there was a little bit of me that was expecting like fireworks or some sort of shit like that. And it was just, it was a shit crossbody that she didn't even try and pin her off of.
4: It was the cool little
1: thing to yeah. get the crowd going, and it really did get them involved in that little bit. Yep. Does she dress like that for every match? No, that was, that just like was my first
3: match seeing her.
1: Fair enough, then. Um, I enjoyed that. Yeah, that,
4: was they, that one that was dressed as Freddie Mercury actually trained the two younger ones on the other team.
1: Ah. Is it what's that thing? She goes, she taught him everything she knows. But they, she didn't teach them everything she knows. That's why she lost. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a solid match as well. I think that was a really good one. I actually, what I, I say, I actually watched it. I sort of perked up a bit more and sort of paid attention to that one. It was actually really good. All of them. Everyone got their shit in, as you would say. But let's move yeah. on to the bigger shit of the night: Cody versus Dustin, match of the night.
3: Yes, agreed. From a, From us. From. From telling a story,
1: absolutely. From being a really good match, absolutely. <laughs> it was a
3: really good match. It wasn't my match of the night, but it was. I mean, it's the last three matches are all interchangeable, depending on what style of wrestling that you like. Yeah, that's whatever, true. whatever, you, whatever you, fancies you. You know,
1: I did love Cody's entrance with the uh, smashing the chair with a sledgehammer. It was a little bit hokey, but. It was good at the same time. Needed a bigger explosion. Yeah, it was just that bit yeah. where she gave him the sledgehammer, and he just turned around and looked at it, and you were just like, oh, "He's gonna do it!" And then they, they cut the fucking music off, and it was like, "Why?" Just let the music play while he does it, sort of thing. But never mind. Uh, Dustin, I thought, was absolutely great as well. And did any of you cry at the end? A Little bit lump in the throat, and that <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ashamed to fucking say it. I meant when he pinned him, not when he spoke. Oh, I
4: am about when he spoke. Yeah. But, do you know, um, I watched interviews afterwards and uh, Dustin was asked um, when he was opened up, you know, blood pissing out the head and stuff.
0: Mm.
4: And he he said it was, um, well, what's called his wife's name? Brandy. Uh, uh, it was when Brandy hit him. And he was like, I don't think she likes me very much, but that's okay because I don't much like her either. <laughs> oh <my God.
1: laughs> well, that's all right then. Um, <laughs> if you don't like uh, yeah. each other, that's fine. It was a hell of a spear. Yeah,
4: and he he, turned, he, he says um, he yes. hopes the match was good enough because he gave the best he could. But I, I think he fucking more oh, than was delivered.
1: I really wouldn't be surprised if that one honestly got a five stars off Dave Meltzer. Check? But they're not Japanese though, so four and a half.
3: I'm not sure. I'm not sure what their star rating was. I know that Meltzer did give a five star match, but I don't. I I don't know about Cody and Dustin.
1: Hmm. What was um? Because uh, Young Bucks then uh, beat uh, the Lucha Bros to retain the trip. Oh, how did Justin say it? Triple Diabla or something. That's how he, yeah, he, he, he yeah. said it. Yeah, he said it the Spanish way. And I, yeah. don't, I don't know how. Triple A tag, uh, World Tag Championships. What is it that Pentagon Jr. keeps saying? Because it's cool and I love him. Zero no no So do it how he does it.
0: Zero Miedo.
1: Zero Miedo. I'm going to start shouting that on all the rides I go on in Florida next month. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, you'll see me on it's a small word going, Zero! Miedo! <laughs> mm-hmm. See, for it, it that means, match, I it just...
3: means zero fear. Mm. I
4: think the Young Bucks, they picked that match, purely because I think the Young Bucks will drop the titles back to them,
1: mm-hmm. but they'll do it play. Yeah, I think this one, everyone thought they'd probably give them back here, sort of thing, but then there was some sort of thing that Young Bucks haven't wrestled in a while. Is that right?
3: They've only wrestled maybe two or three matches all year.
1: Is that just because they've been concentrating on this?
3: Yeah, I think that they've been doing a lot of you know, behind-the-scenes work, hmm. um, getting talent. Um, they, they've done some spot shows where they've appeared but not actually wrestled. Right. Um, Lucha Bros have wrestled. Probably fifty times already this year. They
1: said that on the show. I think they said this was like their sixty-something match already. But Did you see
4: um, like during the match, the young bucks were actually selling ring rust, and you could tell that it wasn't actually ring rust by how well they pulled it off.
1: Mm. Do you know I love the part
4: well,
3: where they did that on. on they on. did it on being the elite too. Like the past few episodes, like man, we ain't been in the ring in a while. We need to get in the ring and uh, try to like work out some of this ring rust. And they did a whole bit where like they're doing their their normal trademark moves, and they just fuck it up. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I'm rusty. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you think of it, Martin?
2: Loved it. I I've, I've seen Young Bucks before. I've got the odd episode of, of Ring of Honor, and their stuff is absolutely amazing. Um, I was I was obviously with my scorecard, and that I was I, I can't believe how I only I only picked like six super kicks. There must have been like a thousand of them, as and, I was, <laughs> and, I, and I, I was always watching it. I was like, "Shit, yeah, yeah." I was, like, I was like, shit, shit," and I was like, "Well, this is my scorecard, card fucked." And I was like, "Well, what the fuck?" I was, like, I was like, "I was I was like panicking at some stage, through? because I thought myself like, could the Lucha Brothers win it? But then I thought myself, and uh, I thought, no, nah, it's because it's it's the elite team. It seems to be that all, all the elite people would win." But I was like but then the next match I was like I was like I think that's the thing, I, was... I think
1: everyone thought they would probably all win, being yeah it's their show. But I mean, if I remember rightly, did did they all win at um All In? Cody beat uh, whatever he's called. They called Um the Young Bucks had a match at the end with some people. Was Kenny in that one as well? No, Kenny faced Kenny fought fought Pentagon. That was it. And he did beat yeah. him because then Chris Jericho yeah. was Pentagon. At Everyone
3: the end. at All In, all, every member of the Elite won at All In except for Marley Skrull.
1: That's because he's shit Why O'Connor. is he not in AEW? Are they like falling he's out with him? Oh. He's, he's, a, he's in Ring of Honor. All right. But I'm guessing and they're he's not. currently
3: in Japan right now.
1: So are none of the others in Ring of Honor at all anymore?
3: No. Oh, no. Right. They're all officially yeah. signed. With
1: AEW. Ah, oh, I see, I see. Because I thought it was like Ring of Honor was like letting them do it, but I suppose then why would they be breeding their own competition now?
2: So, has Ring of but Honor gone
1: bust now?
3: <laughs> no. No, but they're now the third best company in the states. See,
4: the thing is, <laughs> Ring of Honor is owned by Sinclair Broadcasting, which is one of the yes. biggest networks on the planet. So they're not short of money. Um. Yeah but the thing is with Marty Skull he will be in AEW probably later this year or maybe next year because you can't have a party without Marty you know we've got to have Marty Skull in I AEW think he's a bit
1: of a cunt. <laughs> I think
3: uh, <laughs> I think Marty's contract runs out later this year I want to say the end of July possibly
1: I showed, I showed Catherine him doing the um finger snaps and she thought genuinely a couple of them were real. And then I tried to sit there and <laughs> try to like work out how he does it. And I sort of got a vague idea. He holds the two fingers, and then as he goes, I think it's something like that where he slaps his hands together as he pulls the thing out. <laughs> I think You know, I have looked at it a thousand times, still
3: do not understand. It's gotta be that, because
1: if it you got does. hold of someone's hand and you go, ha and then he goes, ha and I think it's that little... See, uh, my initial thought about that whole
3: spot was that the sound that you hear was made by like, the ref or something because you're all focused on Morty doing the finger so nobody's looking at the referee. And I don't know if the referee... He's got a big snapper would or, the, or something. just would, ...would do the... Like how they do super kicks and they slap their thigh. Mm. I don't know if that's how he... I don't, I don't know, but I don't think it is now. If we ever meet him, we'll ask
1: him, but I don't think he'll tell us. Mm probably not K-fabe, bro yeah but i will just say i'll say like can you teach me how to do this so i can freak everyone out that i'm breaking people's fingers i just think it'd can be you fun. teach
3: me this so i can intimidate my wife
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> ah, it doesn't even hurt <laughs> just like you know, when we have a kid i'll just be like hey look honey <laughs> ah! <laughs> like, he's fine it's a girl she's fine <laughs> So, uh, that one was a proper good match as well. Then we had the main event of the evening. Chris- also,
3: before we move on. No, uh, Chris Buc- Jericho. Bucks and-, <laughs> Bucks and Lucha Bros got five stars from Milton.
1: Ah, is that the five-star one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Because it is. They're from Japan.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, because Japan's
3: right next door to the Rancho Cucamonga, California.
1: I mean, it sounds Japanese if you ask me. That sounds fucking hippie. So up next, we had Chris Jericho defeating Kenny Omega with the back elbow of Doom. Um, He did it earlier on in the match. I think he doesn't realize he also uses like a back elbow off the rope as like a transitional move. But then he just did his Judas effect. It's almost the same thing now. No, bro. He he spins differently. (laughs) It's all in the spin.
4: Can we just point out that Chris Jericho is nearly 50 years old and he's moving better than most people half his age. Do you know how he does it? Looks after himself. DDP
1: yoga. <laughs> I was about to say DDP, Y <laughs> <laughs> Literally everything I just DDP yoga, my friend. That's how he does it. The only person
3: that I can think of that moves as well as Jericho, not better because I think Jericho moves better than this other guy is Suzuki and Suzuki's 50.
1: Did you guys see Tony Storm doing uh, Minoru Suzuki? (laughs) No. Don't mean doing as in the way I would. I mean, like uh, this is like it's on The YouTube. way you
3: would do Suzuki,
1: yeah. <laughs> I just enter and just be like, Kazani No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> just climax and shout that part of the song. <laughs> no, uh, if you go on YouTube and you type in Tony Stone, when, whatever promotion she was in in Japan, they, they, she did his entrance sort of thing and sort of came out with uh, him. Apart from she wore a top, which he doesn't. <laughs> well, he did. Disappointing. Yeah. Might not be worth watching so at that the point. look Yeah. Uh, no, but I really enjoyed Omega, Jericho. I think it makes sense with Adam Page winning the Battle Royale earlier on that it wouldn't be Kenny versus Adam Page yet sort of thing. I think you do do that eventually. But Jericho being pretty much the biggest heel there, up with medium density fiber wood or whatever he's called, uh, MJF. Um, I really <laughs> want to call him MDF. I don't know why. I just really want no, to. MJF. Yeah. Do you think he's wooden? Yes. I think he's stiff. <laughs> A bit like me. No. Um so MDF the, the uh the budget hacksaw. Yeah, pretty much. Ho oh! <laughs> Okay. So, um and then right at the end of the match, we had Tommaso Champa show up like he always does at the end of paper. Oh, sorry, this one was Dean. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the little graphic came up, and I thought, "Where's well, Champa? Champa does this every time, no matter which show it is. If that little graphic comes up, you know Champa's coming out." Uh, no, we had the former Dean Ambrose, who is now called Moxley John. No. Well, either way, jo- John Moxley. No. Well, he's no. gone back to his old name.
4: See, after the match that um. Omega and Jericho had mm. like that was a f- brilliant match, and then for Omega to still take them bumps, especially if, like he must that must have been about fifteen feet it's that he's cool. come off of them, that he's come off them poker chips it's through about that table.
1: Six seven feet. They were stood up next to it, and it was about the same. But no, I, well, I suppose then he's got the other height of Dean on top as well.
0: Yeah, yeah 10, about ten twelve 10 feet. feet. Yeah, ten yeah.
1: twelve feet. But I mean, still that's not. And then they didn't do um the boxes like they do in WWE where you can clearly see it's it's laid out for like, oh, there's cardboard under it. However, will he survive that? That was like a stage you could walk on, which I think some of them did. But it obviously had like a give underneath it that if it got enough of a wax, it didn't dent in too far, but enough to oh. just break the fall sort of thing.
0: Yeah, and, I'm see glad, it.
3: and I'm glad that it did that because if, it, if he'd have gone straight through it, I mean – then everybody like, okay, obviously it was made to go through. The fact he didn't go through it gives that effect of like, damn, that thing was really sturdy. He hit that thing fucking hard. Yeah. yeah. You notice the though, see, thing.
4: See the tables that they used during the pay-per-view though? They were pretty fucking solid tables.
3: That was some Japanese-style tables if I've ever seen one.
1: Martin was thought yeah, they, they were all other tables. <laughs> they
3: were,
1: <laughs> they <laughs> were not, not
3: regular tables. Nothing?
1: <laughs> There's no other on the NXT scorecard, Martin. You're fucked. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, yeah, I noticed that as well. They were like the thinner tables, but they they didn't want to break at any point. Even when the only time they actually went, all right then, was when Janella went through one.
3: They were pretty sturdy. Janella and Omega both went through a table. Mm, it was Do you know
1: totally beautiful.
3: Do you know that um, wooden keg that was in the ring
2: at the beginning that um, the referee like, couldn't the get out? The and just go- yeah, that's it. And um, I actually thought that one of them might have actually gone through that Cracker Barrel because it was sat there outside for ages, and I was like, "Oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen?" and it never. I was gutted.
1: No it's sponsorship.
4: I don't think we have Cracker Barrel in the UK. No.
1: I've been to I've one only before. Eaten there, I've like... only
3: eaten there a few times, but every time I've eaten there, it was fucking delicious. Isn't it
1: just like is it seafoody stuff?
3: No, it's it's like a. Uh... It's like southern, southern cooking. Mm, I
1: might go when I'm there. I, I would highly suggest it. And then just sort of what, go in wearing my uh, elite shirt and up a mark. Yeah, and then when you <laughs> leave, go to pay. You just super kick them. Yeah, and then don't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> so should we make our make our predictions for next yeah. now? All in all, what did you think of AEW, Stevie? Four and a half out of five. Four, Steve, four and a half Stevie's out of five. Brinkham, what about you?
3: I, uh, I'd agree with Stevie. Um, they, it's a production st- uh, stuff they still got to work on. I think they need to look into a different timekeeper. The timekeeper rang the bell. A I couple kind of times. thought we that added to him. the match.
1: I know it wasn't supposed to happen, but it really added to the match that even the ref was just going, It's two. They didn't do like an over the top Kyoto or a little Nate. She was and, just stared at him like, It's two. But,
3: um, I'm glad she did it in such a way because she is a female ref. Hmm. She did it with such authority and like dominance, like, No, motherfucker, I'm in charge of this match. It was a two. Yeah. I loved it.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, normally you'd see. Nate get up or um, get up up and run over and be like, what are you doing, man? It was a two. I only counted two. Don't forget, I only counted two. You're like, right, I get it. You said it the fucking first time. She was just like, no. Two. And just stared that fucker out.
3: And she stood there for a solid three, four, five seconds just staring at him pointing two. Yeah. like It wasn't too over the top, but it was emphatic enough to where Mm. she made her point.
4: Yeah. She the. The, the timekeeper just had a premature celebration. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you think Martin
2: <laughs> loved it obviously same as these guys it has to be a four four 4.5 because it was little little things but it's it's a first time like it's a first show you know what I mean mm. and, and to start off with a pay-per-view it's like the best the best thing I think that they definitely did though was that they only they didn't have any like their own titles straight away they haven't mm. like set so they're building up towards it. So they haven't even announced the women's one yet. They've talked about the tag team one because obviously GR is big on tag teams. So they're talking about that one. And obviously, they've got the, the next pit. I don't know if it's even if it's the next pit of view or not. But obviously, Chris Jericho versus Page, which will be a solid match. But obviously, Chris Jericho winning it, not sure because I don't know if he can give 100% attendance to AEW when well,
1: he's got other signed, things. He signed on to them. Yeah, but
3: he has a uh, contract well, you know. Do you think Jericho against Page would be just as good as Xavier Woods and Page?
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 Very good. Very good. Thank Thank you. You.
0: <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? It's Mikey O from the Average Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast. When you're finished listening to this audio goodness, be sure to check out the AMP Podcast at www.averagemarks.com. Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, YouTube to search The Average Marks. You'll find us. And I guarantee we're on your preferred podcasting platform to search The Average Marks. Also, if you're looking to keep up to date with all the wrestling news and rumors, be sure to check out the Wrestle Wrap-Up channel on YouTube. Slap that subscribe button and hit the bell for notifications. Go do it right now. Look, this guy is way better than Dave Meltzer so get involved before he becomes too famous. All right, I'm going to pass you back over to Conrad and all the guys at WrestleCast.
1: On to NXT. I'm not just here
3: for my American accent.
1: (laughs) 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 On to TakeOver 25. we got our scorecard. Well, some of us do. So if you don't have a scorecard, you write it down, but we will be putting them on our Twitter. So uh, it's Fatal 4-Way Round Robin because Stevie is the champ and we all want Stevie gone. Uh, so I will go first, starting with Matt Riddle and Roderick Strong. I've gone for the Riddle for, uh, via submission, 13 minutes, and yes, there will be outside interference. Right. Well,
4: I'll I'll go for Roderick Strong. What was the other thing? Match time. Yeah. Um, I'll say 15 minutes. Yeah. And yeah, yes, outside interference. Pin
1: submission. Pin. Pin cool Brink He's looking it up. So Martin,
3: yeah, I'm still looking at it. I'm doing this on the fly. I've said
2: obviously Matt Riddle's gonna stay undefeated because he hasn't been beaten yet, has he?
1: Undefeated, that's the first
2: one. Um, four type, I've said what's that one where like they knock him out so they can't is it like a KO or where. TKO. I think it's TKO because um, it's just going to bark Roderick Strong out. Um, I said 13 minutes like you did, and yes, there will be outside interference, but I don't have a clue who, because I don't think it'll be Undisputed
1: or Adam Cole. Maybe. Yeah. Very good. Come on, fuck Uh, face. I'm going to
3: say I'm going to go against the strategy that I want. I want to pick against Martin because last time me and Martin had a lot of picks, I fucking lost. <laughs> so, but I have to go riddle here by submission. Um, I think it goes 14, and I think no interference. Uh, I think it's going to be super uh, strong hitting. There's going to be a lot of strong strikes because both of these guys are really good at striking. Yeah. It's going to be physical as hell.
1: Yeah. Up next, we had. The Velveteen Dream versus the Tyler Breeze. I went for Velveteen Dream by pin, nine near falls, and six aerial moves.
4: Well, I'll go for Velveteen Dream, seven near falls, five aerial
1: moves. What else do I to pick? Pin or submission? Or oh, DQ or being gay, TKO? Pin. 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 Cool. Martin? Um, I've said Velveteen
2: um, Dream is going to win by pin 6 near falls
3: only 3 aerial moves very nice Brink I'm going Dream by pin I'll say 7 near falls and I'll go with 5 aerial moves you know
1: what this means guys we've all picked Dream so Tyler Breeze is winning yeah. Hey. up next we have the best wrestler you've seen in forever versus the sexiest Asian wrestler I've seen in a while we have Shayna <laughs> Baszler versus Io Shirai uh, I've gone for the best wrestler you've seen in forever via submission Four finishers and yes there'll be outside interference Stevie Boy
4: yeah I'm going to have to go for my favourite being a Baszler yep um, yes for the outside interference
1: yep uh, are you picking win type? Uh, I did submission for Baszler. Yeah,
4: it's, I'll always go for submission against
1: Baszler. Yeah, and then how many finishes are you having? Three. Cool, Martin. Um, IO or oh, seen that little puppy. Oh, woof. <laughs> anyway, Martin.
2: <laughs> I wins by DQ. Ooh. It'll be... On a
1: takeover? Finishes.
2: Yeah. Six finishes and yes, outside interference. Because hey. the outside interference is going to cause
3: the day too. Very nice. Okay. Brinkman. The best wrestler you've seen in forever by submission. Two finishers. Yes, outside interference.
1: Very nice. The ladder tag team match for the vacant NXT Tag Team Championships... I have uh, I don't know I've forgotten Undisputed Era I also have Undisputed Era being the first to touch the belts and we're uh, first to touch the belts first to climb a ladder Forgotten Sons will be the first to be hit by the ladder oh, so you,
2: don't, you, don't, you don't have to pick individual people for these so you can pick the tag team Oh
1: good point Right okay it, First so I,
2: I, I'll, I'll, we, we can do it that way if you want to do it that way
1: Yeah okay Should we pick teams make it easier give us double a chance yeah. Okay. So I've got undisputed era to be the first to climb a ladder. Un- undisputed era to be the first to touch the belts. I've got forgotten sons to be the first to be hit. I've got eleven aerial moves, and the last to touch the belts is Oni and Danny Birch before they lose to the undisputed era by unhooking the belts. That isn't a method of winning, but I'm going to say they unhook the belts to win. Uh, Martin. Mm-hmm. No, Stevie. Sorry. For me. Uh, order.
4: Stevie. Me. What Conrad said.
1: Yeah. What, you've yeah, literally I- just gone the same as me? Yep. Wow. <laughs> Look at this defensive tactics from Stevie.
2: <laughs> the champion of the yeah. NXT Tiger. It. Cool. dumb crap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on then, Martin.
2: I've gone wild and I've picked the Forgotten Sons. They're
1: mm-hmm. going to win. Very nice.
2: Uh, are you feeling all right? because you're saying very nice to all my predictions. It doesn't make sense.
1: I know. I'm just trying to sort of, you know, steady the ship a bit.
2: All right. If you asked me how uh, your hair was one's looking, one's I'd say
1: one's very one's nice. One's <laughs> nice. It's a lie. Uh, it right.
2: First, <laughs> first person, the first team to climb the ladder will be either Bert, or Lor- Bert and Larkin. Yeah. Uh, the la- first person to touch the belt will be Undisputed Era. Yeah. The first team to be hit with Belt will be Levada will be undisputed error. There'll be 18 aerial moves, and the last team to touch the belts will be Street Profit.
1: I keep forgetting about them. Go on, then yeah. do your
3: worst. I'm uh... I'm, I'm gonna change my pick because I have forgotten sons too, but Martin picked them. So I'm that. Yeah.
1: Get yourself on the street, um, profits.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to change it. I'm going undisputed era,
1: baby. Win,
3: um, by pinfall. Uh, wait, what? Um,
1: ah, <laughs> too late. You've said it now. <laughs> by pinfall.
3: Um, what. Uh, Street Profits, to first to climb the ladder, first to touch the belt will be Undisputed Era, first hit with the ladder, Undisputed Era. Um, I'm going to go 10 aerial moves, and last to touch the belt and lose will be Lorcan and Birch.
1: Very nice.
3: Also, I'm changing my pick again.
1: (laughs) Are you really?
3: Yeah, I'm really. Forgotten Sons. I think Forgotten Sons are winning.
1: Okay, but the other stuff stays the same. The other
3: stuff stays the same, but I'm going to kill myself if...
1: <laughs> if
3: Undisputed Arrow wins
1: <laughs> ok on to the main event I had Adam Cole baby by pinfall 25 minutes near fall 7 yes there will be outside interference
3: Um,
4: I'm going to go for Gargano yes outside interference 25 minutes Um, is, have you picked by What's oh, so all the options again? Because I've not got near a scorecard. Fall, uh,
1: near falls and uh, outside interference. Uh, yes, outside interference. And I'll go eight near falls. Very nice. Very nice. We know the order, guys. Come on.
2: Martin. very tra- I I I totally forgot about the own schedules. <laughs> I'm like, uh, we haven't geez. done them yet.
1: I know. I'm... <laughs> I
2: haven't wrote them down either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right, so uh right about the NXT championship, yeah. So yeah. Adam Adam Cole gonna win. By a pin. Mm-hmm. The match time will be twenty nine minutes. There'll be nine near falls and yes there'll be outside interference.
1: Very nice, very nice. Uh tables, I just have the Spanish destroyed, English is fine. Can I make my picks? No. Okay. <laughs> no, now you can. <laughs>
3: Gargano by submission, 22 minutes, seven near falls, yes interference.
1: I have the Spanish table being destroyed and the English is fine.
4: I'll have, I don't the ladder match is you no know, DQ obviously, so someday we will be going through a table. Um,
1: or will they?
4: I'll say, I'm going to say both tables survive.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, will they? Both,
2: tab- both tables survive.
3: Oh, Both tables good.
1: Oh, okay, okay. And then the unscheduled, I have gone for Tomato Champer. I've gone for Dakota Kai. Even though I've just realised I've written D- Dakota Sky, but that's a porn star. I need to change that. <laughs> <laughs> Deary me. Okay, Dakota, Dakota Kai. Kai is that- isn't she injured
2: still? She can be in the crowd, motherfucker. That's the first, but she hasn't been seen for a long time. Exactly. I yeah. used I used to pick her every single week and then I found out. Exactly. And now the week <laughs>
1: and now the week you won't. Shall we <laughs> exactly uh Alexa Bliss, Alistair Black, and Tony Frickin' Storm.
4: Oh, I'm gonna go for Pete Dunn.
1: hmm
4: Um Brock Lesnar. Tommaso Champa, Brock
3: Lesnar
4: um, oh. are, we allowed, is, are we allowed to pick Jessamyn Duke
1: shit yeah no actually let me check. Yeah. is she on the scorecard uh, da, 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 da. She's not on the scorecard she's not on the scorecard I'll read what it says at the bottom but go on I'll
4: take Jessamine Duke and what's, whatever the other one's name I can't pronounce it
1: Maria Shafir <laughs> that's the
4: one uh, so I've got one more to pick.
1: I'll oh, say, Black. Of Why didn't I think of them? Shit. No, because you're of, a loser. None of you two. Ch- you're not allowed to change now. Take o- take over
2: the the scorecard here. They've literally not said like any values or anything. Anyone who, who could be with them. Yeah. So I suppose that kind left of left comes. Up,
1: I suppose I've put outside interference in that match. So really, it's my own fault for not thinking it'll be the other two. Nap. So, um, so go on then, Martin. <laughs> Um, Ciampa, to Champa, Tony
2: Storm, Art Truth, and Carmella, mm. and Finn Balor.
1: Very nice. And
2: that 24/7 title is available in NXT as well.
1: Yeah, but Vince doesn't touch that shit because he'll make it shit if he gets in NXT. <laughs> that, that's a really good shout, Art Truth. Mm.
4: Just even he just runs through the arena like a streaker. Mm. And half the NXT team have run through with him. There's, there's shitloads on schedule there, guys. <laughs> oh, but see if our truth runs through. You've got to have a rock spud chasing him.
3: Mm. The
2: there's
3: on schedule. <laughs> I also have Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. I also have Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, I, got, I got burned last time. I'm not doing it again. Kushida. He'll
1: be on the pre show, but okay. <laughs> yeah,
3: awesome. Um and they're in Connecticut. They're in by, by WWE uh, headquarters. So I'm assuming somebody from there from like headquarters will be there. It ain't gonna be Vince. Vince doesn't understand NXT. What the fuck's NXT? Um maybe Linda, but I'm not I'm not sold on Linda yet. <laughs> go on, go um, Linda. <laughs> Uh, I decided to go with another guy who just got hired back on to work with Vince. I'm going to go with a random Bruce Pritchard. Is
2: there our I, officials allowed?
1: Yeah, he would be. He's not like management. It, know, it only goes on about management at the bottom.
3: And, and, that's, and I think they talk more of like on-screen management. Yeah,
1: exactly. Someone on-screen management. Like Paul Heyman you couldn't pick if there was a Brock Lesnar match. Exactly. Yeah. So, with that, we will wrap that up there. So, don't forget you can follow the podcast at the underscore WrestleCast. You can follow me at Conrad Lee. Where can people find Stevie?
4: At real Stevie B, b d
1: Where can people find Martin?
3: At real Martin J. Hart.
1: Lovely. And where can people find the foreign invader
3: At the Foreign Invader, at Rainmaker Conga, at Naked Champ, because I ain't got no more fucking titles and I'm not happy about it.
1: (laughs) I did wonder when you said naked, I thought, why have we only been videoing you from the waist up?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because this is an audio podcast.
1: (laughs) Very good. Right, we'll see you all next week when we'll probably go through NXT TakeOver and be ready for Crown Jewel when it'll just be a three-piece because Stevie has a holiday. From terrorism. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Adios, Adios, cabrones. Fuck off. (laughs)